0: Well how you doing everybody? How you doing? How's it going? If you're listening to my voice right now You're doing me one of the hugest favors And one of the hugest honors And what I would like to say The honor you're giving me The honor you're giving me Is by listening to this show The Yes Anthony Says Podcast My name is Yes Anthony Thomas It is my show It is my voice you will be hearing And it is my weirdness I hope you will be enjoying This is episode number 161 And for those of you that have listened to all 161 Or maybe who've listened to the last 100 Have come along later on Or the last 5 or maybe this is your first one doesn't matter to me i want to say thank you very very much for listening to me like i said i consider it an absolute honor that you listen to me hope you enjoy this thing because i enjoyed saying it because i'm weird and when you finish listening to this crap you're gonna realize you're just as weird as i am yeah that's right i said it you are some cool bastards much love to you hope you dig this anthony says podcast are you ready to go you ready to listen to this crap of course you are Let's do it. You are about to listen to the S Anthony says podcast starring S Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? Alright, here we go. Go S. S Anthony Thomas. Go S Folks. Let's talk about something here. Let's talk about something important. I know there are times when you wake up in your life and you feel like you don't amount to anything. You feel like nobody cares. You feel like you're less than. You feel like you're overlooked. And you guess what, my friends? You're absolutely right because you're just like everybody else. There's only a few people in the world that people actually pay attention to, give a crap about there's only a few people in the world that can influence others and those people do not include you exactly Don't you once in your life want to feel like a king or a queen like everything you do matters where people listen to what you say and do what you want them to do where you are the one that controls things that has the world in your hands well let me tell you something right now folks you can have that you can have that on a daily basis you can have it whenever you want in fact If you're a licensed driver and you own your car, my friends, you have that right now. What are you? What am I talking about? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying in Canada, my new new Canadian listeners? Is that what you're saying in Australia? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying in Great Britain? Is that what you're saying in the big old United States? Is that what you're saying in whatever other country you're listening to me in? Is that what you're saying? You're probably saying S-Machine. How can I be a king or queen in my world? How can I be that? Well, I'm going to tell you, my friend. Don't you realize that your car is your rolling kingdom? Hmm. It's your rolling kingdom. Don't you know that? Think about it. Don't you notice that when these people, when you talk to people, even your family or friends on a regular basis, there are times when they don't pay attention to what you say, when you give them advice and they don't listen to it. When you tell them to do something and they don't want to do it, when they disrespect you and may act like you're invisible, sometimes we all go through that. But if you notice, they never do that when they're in your car. Why? Because your car is your rolling kingdom, my friends. Inside the car, your word is law. Everything you say goes, and people just know not to try to test the king of the queen. Because why? They're inside your ruling kingdom, and they know better. Yes, you know what I'm talking about, right? That relative that you're trying to talk to—that relative—and they abruptly cut you off. And you try to finish the sentence, they just and talk over you. Ever notice that never happens when you're driving a car and they're in your car? Why? Because they are a subject to you, the king or queen of this rolling kingdom. They know better than to try to test the king or queen. The people in the back seat, huh? You're not even in the front seat, losers. Look at your seat belt. They don't even have a real seat belt back there for you. Nobody cares about you. Yes, you're in the kingdom, but there's a caste system in this kingdom, and you in the back of the untouchables. They don't even have a full climate control back there for you. You, je- in fact, if you check the climate control in the backs where you're sitting, it goes in increments of. 10 degrees while up our front ours goes in increments of 1 degree. That's right, you have a hard time adjusting the temperature back there. Why? Who cares why? You're in the back. We don't even talk to you looking at you You only get to look at the back of our heads We're up here and you're back there In fact, if you want to talk to us I don't want to talk to you I'm, In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a, a stewardess Or a flight a flight attendant put a curtain there And every time you want something from the glove compartment Or want to touch the radio They're going to go, no, 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 I'm sorry That's only for first class passengers in the car And you are in the back seat, you losers you should have gotten up and gotten in the car when he said i'm on my way out of the house if you had been paying attention you could be sitting up in the passenger seat getting to see the entire windshield getting to see the entire view of the world getting to see the sun and all you get to see back here is a little sliver of what's going on because their heads and chairs are taking up the whole area you suck but they are at least in the kingdom. What about the people that can't fit in the car? <laughs> Catch the bus, chump. You aren't even good enough to get in the car. You're not even good enough for the back seat. I could put you in a trunk, cause you you don't even exist, losers. That's right, the car is your rolling kingdom. Right? When you want to listen to a certain song and they don't want to hear that music, guess what? Tough luck, jackasses. Why? It's my car, my rolling kingdom. I don't like that song. Oh, you don't like that song? Oh, it's almost as if I don't care what you think. You Backseat riders, how? who told you you could even talk directly to me? You had the nerve to take off your seatbelt and lean your loser body between these two seats of the people who are in the first class section of the car so you could talk directly to me? How dare you sit down, punk, and put that almost seatbelt back on gonna tell me you don't want to listen to this Celine Dion song I don't even know if I'm that big of a Celine Dion fan but I like this song and I'm now gonna open up the radio and I'm gonna do a little internet search oh hey let's see artist playlist Celine Dion 74 songs hey there's a button here that says play all I think I'm gonna push it don't do that man i can't th- i don't care what you like chump i gotta teach you a lesson don't you ever unhook that that weak ass thing and lean up here and sit with your big backseat head between the two of us winners up here so we gotta listen to you shut up in fact we're both gonna take our seats and push them back further to crush you up some to teach you a lesson Now, shut up and listen to all of this Celine Dion losers, because you're in my rolling kingdom. Can I smoke? No, you can't smoke. Shut up. I don't care if you can smoke outside. Right now, you're inside. What are you inside? My rolling kingdom, punks. Yeah, that's right. Because if you notice, rules that apply outside the car don't apply inside the car. You can do things inside the car you can't do outside the car really you know like outside the car you can't get it on with your significant other you can't just walk up to a park bench and start getting it on you can't do that why because you will get in trouble but if you do it inside the car no one notices and no one cares why how could they you're inside your rolling kingdom yeah that's right I mean, not that I've ever done that. (laughs) You know, there's been no past relationship where I've gotten it on with girlfriends every Sunday. She wasn't on her period. (laughs) Anyway, but what I'm saying is you got to realize, my friends, that what goes on inside the car is you. You are the powerful one inside that car, not these chumps that are riding with it. It's your world and they're just tagging along for the ride those suckers I remember one time I told a guy, everybody knows not to smoke in my car. They know better than that. They know, don't smoke in S's car. And another thing you can't do in S's car, you better not even think about eating in my car because I don't want any of that crumbs and cheese chips and all of that crap and juice spilt in my car. It's okay if I eat in my car, I can actually eat in my car while you're sitting there not eating in my car. And you better not even think about saying, how come you get to eat in the car how do I get to eat in a car? Because it's my car and I do what I want, chump. When you get your own car, if I'm ever riding in your car, which of course will never happen because I like to control things. I like to have the kingdom belong to me. That's why I like to ride, drive myself everywhere. I don't ride in anybody else's nothing because I'm used to being the king and I refuse to be in someone else's court. I refuse to be below someone else in their car. You know what it's like to be a king like me and have your own ride and then have to ride in somebody else's car? There's a little piece of you inside that dies because you're looking at that radio and you want to turn to some good music, but you got to sit there and listen to that crap that they're listening to. What is this garbage that you're listening to? Nobody likes this crap, and you realize they're doing to you what you did to other people. I don't like this song. Oh, you don't like it? Well, let me just turn, and here's the playlist of that artist That you don't like And I'm going to press play All to teach you a lesson Sucker Don't you realize That even little things like you can decide which person is worthy to sit in the passenger seat of your car that's like knighting someone I have now bestowed upon you good sir the rights and the privilege of riding to the right of me you are my right hand man sir you can sit there you can look at the GPS and you can make adjustments to the GPS while I drive the chariot that's right good sir you have free access access to the glove compartment and that means you sir have first choice of the breath mints and also the hand sanitizer not like those scumbags in the back who have no access Ha <laughs> you and i will choose who can get breath mints in fact now that i've turned around and smelled the breaths of the people in the back seat i think it's going to be pretty much a unanimous choice that yes they in fact can have in fact must have breath mints and you know you when you have that power you like to exercise that power don't act like you don't I know I did damn it I remember one time I told everybody and everybody knows you can't smoke, you can't eat in my car, I won't have it. And there was one guy who decided he just wanted to eat in my car anyway. We're all sitting there waiting for him to come back out of the store. We're thinking he's going to the bathroom and I saw him walking toward me and it was like it was in slow motion. He was walking toward my rolling kingdom and everybody knows I don't allow smoking or eating in my rolling kingdom. And he started walking towards me and I could see in his hand a milkshake. Milkshake! It was bad enough I didn't want sodas, but he had the balls to buy a milkshake and be hidden toward my rolling kingdom. That bastard. And then I looked at the bag and I could see in the bag, he had a quesadilla. He was going to try to bring a milk product and cheese product into my rolling kingdom when I said, nobody eats. And I was hoping he would have the sense to, I I was hoping, you know what? He wouldn't challenge my kingdom. He wouldn't do that. I bestowed upon him the knighthood of sitting beside me in the front of the chariot. I allowed him to be the one to make detour requests to the GPS and first first chance at the mints and first chance at the hand sanitizer and the gum. I forgot to tell you about that. The gum. But this bastard took that trust and began, as I said heading toward my rolling kingdom i felt betrayed and it was as if he was walking to me in slow motion and because of the way the light Shone upon him from behind. I could see that the milkshake container was seven eighths full. He wasn't finishing up the milkshake. I was hoping he respected me enough to be finishing up the milkshake, and maybe he had already eaten the quesadilla, and he was just holding the bag, and he was going to get the last few slurps of the milkshake, push the last piece of the quesadilla in his mouth, and then throw it to the trash can that was ten feet in front of me. I was hoping, but now I know. No this bastard just made the purchase knowing the rules of my kingdom he had the nerve to defy me and not only to defy me but to defy me in front of the backseat people bastard and i could hear the music <laughs> that's right the good the bad and the ugly a wonderful clint eastwood spaghetti western it was like that kind of showdown damn it and i looked at him and i didn't want to say it at first i would have been happy if he said oh crap i forgot but he didn't he said let's go excuse me excuse me (laughs) yes you're in the front of the car and yes I did knight you as the co-pilot But remember I am the king Of this rolling Kingdom And you have the nerve To order your king To move Oh no scum Oh no I looked at him and I said listen sir is that a milkshake yeah and you just purchased a milkshake Shake. and a quesadilla and you are trying to break into my kingdom with this poison you disgust me and I looked at the backseat people and they were looking at me as if to say king are you going to allow this Because if you allow this, well, ha-ha, I've got a couple of milky candy bars in my bag. And I will eat them in the back seat because if your chief will not shut down this challenger. (laughs) What is to stop us from smoking and bringing in pizza slices and sloppy joes to eat and ingest and enjoy in the back seat of your car? (laughs) Are you a king or are you a coward? That's what they were saying to me, the king of the ruling kingdom. So I said to him, listen, sir, I cannot allow you into my kingdom with set articles. And I ordered the backseat people to get in the car. And we got in the car and I locked the doors of the car and rolled up the windows and turned on the air conditioning and made this challenge to my kingdom made him stand outside in the 92 degree heat eating his quesadilla and drinking his milkshake <laughs> which is now pretty much a wasted gloss the liquid now because of the heat outside <laughs> I could see he wasn't enjoying it good He only drank half of the milkshake and ate a third of the quesadilla, realizing that his battle, his challenge to my kingdom was for naught. And he threw it away. And that wasn't enough for me. I started to pull the car away slowly. He chased after the car and I stopped it. He tried to grab the handle and I pulled away again. He stopped. I stopped. He grabbed the handle, I pulled away and then stopped. I did this to him for 42 yards. And then finally, I rolled down the windows and he could see the frosty air from inside the kingdom, from the comfort of my kingdom waft outside. I saw the look on his face when that burst of cold air hit his face. He realized the refreshing nature of the inside of the car and the joy on the face of the two backseat people and how they were enjoying being under my power. I looked at him and said, listen, have you rid yourself of said articles, the banned articles, the articles that are not allowed in my kingdom, good sir? And my defeated right-hand man said, yeah, I threw that shit away, man. And I said, good. Are we going to have to do this again, sir? He said, no, man, I'm cool, I'm cool. (laughs) And I unlocked the passenger lock and allowed him in. It was amazing seeing him defeated like this. He didn't have to be defeated like this. Did he not realize that I would have gone to a drive-thru and allowed him to purchase said food and take it home with him? But no. As we drove further along and I saw the look of defeat on his face. (laughs) I looked at the backseat people and they sat back and slowly went to sleep as we continued on our ride safe and secure knowing the protection of their king was secure my passenger on the right hand side who had challenged me earlier now vanquished like the second in command that he was he looked at me defeated and said sorry about that man I wouldn't think it. And I looked back at him and said, It's okay. I know sometimes when a person is brought to the power, so close to power, sometimes they get a taste of that power and feel that it's their right to taste and to become the king. <laughs> but be happy being the passenger in the front seat because I chose you, sir. I saw his face light up a little bit because he realized now the punishment was over. And then I scrolled through some songs and I found the song that he and I both like. Still Not a Player by Big Pun. And I played it. And we all danced and rapped along with Big Pun and sang the chorus by Joe. It was a wonderful trip. I then scrolled on and played Prince's new album. Electrum Electrum and of course Artificial Age my favorite artist by the way and also their favorite artist and as I played the music we all danced and sang along and it was a glorious trip and I was never challenged again <laughs> and I will never be challenged again damn it okay that got weird but you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's your place it's your car you know, and you are the king or the queen of that car the same thing in your house you're the king or the queen of that house and what you say goes damn it you even got the law behind you in some states if somebody is on your property you can shoot the bastard now if they ever expand that to cars oh That would have been bad, because when that guy started heading towards my car with the quesadilla, I would have whipped out a rifle, and exactly where do you think you're going with that cheese product? Don't you realize that some of my seat has cloth on it? Oh, okay, man, I'm going to put the quesadilla down. Back away from the quesadilla. Put the quesadilla down, damn it. Put it down. I I want to see empty hands, damn it. Turn around. I know you might have you might have tried to slip that milkshake into your bag I knew what you got to put that milkshake yeah, man. Shoot down and I'll shoot toward his feet a little bit shoot over his head And the mall security will run over going hey, hey, what's with the gunshotting and I go hey, 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 hey mall cop What sir? you can't have those weapons here? This guy was trying to put a quesadilla inside my Camry really you should have shot the bastard Thank you mall cop and then I tell the mall cop hey mall cop you catching the bus home. Yeah, if you whip his ass, I'll give you a ride and you get to ride in the front seat. Is that true? And then the mall cop beats the sh- stuffing out of him. <laughs> and then I put the mall cop into the passenger seat. And I go, mall cop? For, whoa, 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 mall cop, don't look in the backseat. Those are the backseat people, we don't talk to them. Mall cop, I'm gonna give you a ride home. Let me ask you a question. What do you think about the song I'm playing right now? I don't really matter, man. I'm just glad to be in your car. (laughs) Good answer, Mall Cop. Good answer. Yeah. Okay, it got weird again. (laughs) But all I'm saying, folks, is that's the one place where you can feel like the king of the queen. Your car. You know, maybe it's not because like in your house, if it's your family, they don't want to hear anything you got to say. You know how it is when when your family says, hey, could you do this? Yeah, Yeah, Whatever, pop, die. Hey, honey, would you mind help me out with this? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. And the funny thing about it is, your significant other. If you really think about it, especially if you're a dude, like guys, if we're in the car with our woman, we're just like, you know, we're we just sitting there, like, let's just get to where we're going. Well, you want to hear what's on? I don't care what's on the radio. Whatever, just just get me where I gotta go. I, I I, I want to be in control, and I don't like this. Right. You just kind of like ball up into this little. Oh, God, just get me there. I don't care. I don't like it. I want to drive. I want to (laughs) drive. You turn into a punk. And, you know, you do husbands. I've never been a husband, but I've been a living boyfriend and a longtime boyfriend. And I know when I'm in her car, I turn into a punk. I can't touch the radio. Something in my brain tells me not to touch the radio. Something in my brain tells me, even in my best friend's house, don't go into the refrigerator. My friend will actually say to me. Will you just get up and go into the damn refrigerator? We've been friends for 20 years. Just get your punk ass up and get the soda. I don't want to. Shut up, dude. My friends will say that, but I, in my brain it just says don't touch other people's stuff. Even though this is a woman, we just got finished getting it on and all of that, I still won't touch her radio. Because it's not my radio. It's her radio. So I'm not going to touch it. But her, oh no. That doesn't apply to women at least not the women i've gotten it all but they get in the car it's your car you got everything set up and the first thing they do (laughs) grab the damn radio and turn to the crap they want to turn to as soon as she comes into my damn apartment what's the first thing she wants to do starts i actually went to the store and came back and my furniture was rearranged my furniture in my apartment, not hers, mine, not hers, mine. Did I mention it was mine and not hers, mine, not hers? Rearranged. She rearranged my furniture. I had a. This will tell you. I had a girlfriend. One. I shouldn't even say a girlfriend because it happened with about four girlfriends. I would take them to fast food places. Right. And she would not let me. Now, keep in mind, I said the words let I'm in my car, my rolling kingdom. She wouldn't, quote, let me, unquote, pull off until she made sure we had the right stuff in the bag, which under normal circumstances is not a bad thing. If she goes looks in the bag and goes, "Okay, two Big Macs, two, two fries, two shakes, two pies, bang, fine. No problem. But I had a couple of girlfriends. Okay, let's not even say a couple. Four girlfriends who not only would they check and see if the right number of products was in the bag. I had a girlfriend, I shouldn't even say a girlfriend, several girlfriends take the sandwiches out, open the sandwiches up, take the bun, open the bun, inspect the inside of her hamburger and my hamburger. There's not enough. You know you like more ketchup than this. Excuse me, miss. Would you mind taking his food back, walking around the corner, pretending to put more condiments on it and wiping it on your ass and spitting on it, please? Because that's what you might as well be saying. I'm sitting there going, why don't you send back your hamburger? You know, oh, so you don't want to have any ass chips and spit in your hamburger. Listen, lady. I like the way the hamburgers make, but my girlfriend here who has the quarter pounder, my Big Mac was fine. So I just want to let you know, when you walk around the corner to to fix the Big Mac, you don't really have to do anything. My Big Mac, the Big Mac that's going to be going in my mouth that I'll be ingesting and eating is fine. This person who I I don't even know if I'm going to be in a long-term relationship with, because of stupid decisions like this, and the fact that she's going to make you pissed off and have you be alone with my damn sandwich, she who has the quarter pounder which I will not be eating, which will be going in her mouth uh that you're going to be taking around the corner where we can't see you. she has a complaint. I have no complaints what's no complaints, no problems, none love this place. <laughs> I actually had that happen before where I went with a bunch of friends to a Chinese restaurant. And we're all sitting there trying to have a great time. And we're having a great time. And one guy was being really mean to the waitress. Really mean. Really nasty. And we made sure none of us ordered the same thing he ordered. Because we didn't want any arm chip rubs, buttocks rubs, s- foot stomps, spit and crap all up in our food. Oh no. Now I'm not saying they would have done it. But I'm just saying I don't want to be there just in case they do do it. Back to what I was talking about. But you always should have a place. Where you run things, there should be a place where you have control—a place that's just for you. You can't always have everybody else's hands, everybody else's thoughts, what everybody else cares about. You can't worry about that all the time. There has to be something you have for you. It has to be either your car kingdom, your home kingdom. Maybe you like to run by yourself. It'll be your running by yourself kingdom or queendom. Sorry not to be sorry not to be sorry to be gender specific. Always know that when I if I slip up and I'm gender specific I don't mean it in a gender specific way unless I'm talking about something that's just plain old-fashioned gender specific but it's your thing man maybe you want to meditate maybe you want to paint you know, maybe you just want to sit down, eat a sandwich, read a newspaper and not have anybody ask you dumb questions or ask you for a bite of the sandwich or want to take a piece of your newspaper. Maybe you just want to read the damn newspaper yourself without anybody bugging you. And it's so and that's OK. It's nothing wrong with that. You should be able to do that crap. I'm telling you right now, you should be able to do that crap. But just in case you don't have any of those other things, just remember when you are driving that car and people are in your car, that is your car kingdom. And in that car kingdom, always remember, my friends, as Anthony says to you, always remember in your car kingdom, what you say goes. Enjoy the power, my friends. (laughs) Enjoy it segment over well folks let me ask you a question. There's always these old sayings, and we hear them all the time, and, and, and sometimes they sound kind of dumb, and they don't make any sense. And you know when somebody actually spews one of these sayings to you, you just want to go, why don't you just shut up, jackass? Like, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. The greener grass, the fence, it's green over there, but not green here. But over there, it's green. But over here, it's not green. But it's green over there, but not over here. And you just want to smack them in their head. And Tell him to shut up But the truth is The reason some of these sayings have survived As dopey as they seem Is because there's a lot of truth In a lot of these sayings Yes there is The grass always does seem greener on the other side of the fence, because a lot of times we sit there and we always want what somebody else has. Many times, instead of being inspired by what somebody else has to do better ourselves or to do something like that, or even in many cases to copy that if it's something that's not a copyrightable thing, you know what I'm saying. We just sit there, I want that, I want to be there, I forget what I have, I have great stuff, but the stuff over there is better. And the grass looked green. You go up to the fence and you look at your grass, and, the, and quite frankly, an objective person would look at your lawn and go, "Damn, your lawn rules." But now nah, you've been at that lawn for a long period of time, but there's a lawn right next door, and man, that grass looks luscious. Not not realizing the grass is just like your grass, but since you haven't been, you haven't run around in that grass. It looks better to you because it's not your grass. Look at that grass, boy. I should climb over this fence and roll around in that grass. Gl- look at that neck now. At that grass boy and that grass looks green jack and you want to get over that fence Ooh, yeah and then what do you do you climb up on the fence and you sit on it but you're sitting on it when you but you got your feet hanging on your side yeah you're just sitting there and you look over you take a couple of glances over to the side and you look at the green grass on the other side of that fence Ooh, i want to put my feet in that grass but i'm going to just sit on the fence Because if anybody comes up to me right now, they'll just see me sitting on the fence and I'm facing my grass and my feet are on my side of the thing. They're just going to think I'm sitting on this fence that I share with that super green grass that's next door. Look at that green grass. That grass is so damn green. They should actually just take the color green and call it this dude's grass. Green doesn't even deserve to be a word anymore because his grass is so green they should change the name, damn it. That's right and you turn sideways now you're straddling the fence and one of your legs is over on the green green grass side and one is on your side but if anybody was watching all they would see is that you're just straddling the the fence you're straddling the the fence (coughs) that's all you're doing no big deal right you're not doing anything wrong you're just straddling the fence and then you swing your other leg over no, it's a bit suspicious because you have all your grass here and all your land here and your grass is awesome and now you got your feet on the other side and the people are going why are you swinging your legs on the other side you haven't stepped into the grass you have encroached By putting both of your legs over If you just put one leg over It's not really encroaching It's like hugging your next door neighbor's wife You give her a hug She's your next door neighbor Nobody would say anything Not a big deal But then you put both legs over Now all of a sudden You're showing up at the house All the time Oh no You shouldn't be doing that You ain't got no business being in there Oh no You didn't do anything But you're over there all the time And people are starting to talk They haven't said that you did anything But they say that you wanna Same thing And then you slide down that fence and you put your first foot in that green, green grass. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, technically, if you really think about it, it just feels exactly the same as being in your own green grass. But it's different because it's not your grass. It's this other person's grass. And you've got your foot in it. Oh, yeah. But then reality, the real world sets in and you put your other foot down and what do you step in? A a huge warm pile of dog buttocks droppings. You couldn't see it because you were so busy just glancing at the green green grass that you didn't give it a good look and realize that even though it's green green grass it was on the other side of the fence. There's things about it you just didn't know and now you know. Now you know. Now you have a foot covered in warm dog buttocks droppings. And there's something else you didn't know. That there's a snake in the yard. And that snake bit you on the foot. It's not a really, really poisonous snake. It's not going to kill you. But your foot's going to be black for about six weeks. And that's not a good thing. So you got one foot in the dog buttocks droppings. And another foot that's tingling that's going to have a big black spot and coming out of it because of that snake bite you shouldn't have stepped over the damn fence cuz you don't have none of that on your side also your neighbor doesn't like people in his lawn and he's looking out the window and he's got a rifle and he says to you, What the hell are you doing in my damn lawn, you bastard? And you try to jump back over the fence and he puts some buckshot in your buttocks and you fall back over into your lawn defeated. And you gotta try to walk back to your house with your dog buttocks dropping covered foot and your soon to be black other foot and your butt hurts and is bleeding cause there's buck shot in your buttocks cuz you climbed over the fence and then you got to go home and your wife knows exactly what you did. She knows. You weren't happy with the lawn you had. You weren't happy with this perfectly wonderful lawn that anyone else would love to have this lawn. There's many many people who go by the house look at that lawn and wouldn't like anything more than to mow the crap out of that lawn. All these guys would drive by and go look at that lawn that guy has. I can't believe he actually sat on the fence, then straddled the fence, then turned around the other way on the fence, and then jumped into that other lawn when he had a lawn like that. I don't even have a lawn, but if I had a lawn like that guy had, I would mow that lawn. I plant fly flowers all up in that lawn, damn it. Plant bushes and trees all up in it. I'd have a tree house built in that damn lawn. I'd be barbecuing the hell out of that lawn every damn weekend, and I'd make sure that lawn didn't even know what it was like not to be green. But this bastard had to climb over the fence and touch somebody else's lawn. That's why you got a black foot, a dog buttocks, dropping covered foot, and an ass with little pellets in it, you dumb bastard. <laughs> Cause that's what happens man you always wind up looking at somebody else's stuff and wanting that too come on man it's okay to look at somebody else's lawn and seeing if it's green maybe their lawn is a little bit greener than yours but why don't you just find out why their lawn's green <clears throat> maybe they're using a different fertilizer than you're using maybe if you find out what fertilizer they're using or at, if they don't want to tell you what fertilizer they're using go out and do some research find some other fertilizer and start mixing that into the lawn a little bit to see what happens. Maybe the lawn starts to get a little greener. And you can wait a minute, I figured out this is the kind of fertilizer I need to put in this lawn. And now that I mix a little more and a little more, look how green my grass is. Wow. And then you look out your window and you see the guy that shot you in the butt. And all of a sudden he's sitting on his fence. Legs are on his side. No big deal. Then he's straddling the fence and now he's sitting on the fence and both of his feet are swinging on your side. And now he's trying to slide down onto your lawn. Ooh, He's trying to slide into your lawn all of a sudden. And then you let your pit bulls outside and they bite the bastard and he jumps back over the fence with dog peep marks in his buttocks and you look out the window and go ha 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 did you enjoy that good cause that probably feels about as good as the buckshot pellets I had to have dug out of my ass you jackass (laughs) Uh, I never really got to be I I look at other people and I see them have uh, success and have great stuff and I don't don't give a crap about whether somebody else is successful they're successful more power to them you know, I stopped even being a jealous guy to be honest with you. I was really jealous when I was younger. I was talking about lawns at this time, but let's talk about beautiful women and like I said, let's not be gender specific if you're if you're a lady, talk about a beautiful man in your case, but I'm a guy, so I'm going to use ladies in this analogy, in this in this description so you know what I'm talking about. Change the gender to make it more applicable to you, okay, beautiful sister I'm dating beautiful sister, delicious buttocks scrumptious chest yummies and them things were huge and you know i'm not really a breast man (laughs) i tried to say that with a straight face i'm an anything on a woman man anything she has i want it and even though it was more i was i noticed her as a human being her intelligence her warmth her companionship how wonderful she was as a person i grew to love that but the first thing I saw was her delicious ass and scrumptious chest yummies and gorgeous face and of course she was a wonderful person that's why we dated for so long anyway back to the story so we we're hanging out at a casino in Atlantic City I had just done a show there and of course right after the show we went upstairs and got it on four times ha! <laughs> twice <clears throat> anyway so we're in the casino and we're playing games, and she's wearing a low-cut top. Not low-cut meaning she's trying her best to reveal things. It's more It was summertime. She was being comfortable. She wasn't dressed inappropriately. Okay? And by inappropriately, I mean where the police would go, uh, we know we're going to have to arrest you, right? Not that inappropriate, but she was dressed appropriately. It's just that she had gigantic chest yummies. Gigantic chest yummies. Yeah. Love them. Anyway. So we're sitting there at the casino, and we're playing roulette. You know, and there's a lot of lovely ladies there as well. But my ladies stood out in two giant areas. (laughs) Chest yummies. So the guy on the roulette table is rolling and rolling and rolling. Hey, Black 21, this, that, blah, 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 going through all of that. And then she notices my woman's delicious chest yummies. Chest yummies, God, she has some delicious chest yummies. Man, it was fun playing with them things and slurping on them. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> and he, he I keep noticing this guy, I can't tell whether or not he's sneaking a peek at my woman's giant, delicious brown chest yummies, or whether or not he's just looking in the general area. But then I started to notice that the people who were betting were on the other side of him. And he was still staring at my woman's delicious chest yummies. And I walked to the other side. And I looked at him. And I looked at her breasts. And then I looked at him and I knew what he was doing. And I was mad at him. And I was about to give him a cold, hard look and give him that look that says, this is my woman, you bastard. I know you can't help but sneak a glance here and there, but if you're going to stare at my woman's breast, damn it, we're going to have a problem. And that's exactly what I was going to, that's the look I was going to give him eventually. But right then I was still looking at her breast. Good Lord, them things. Good God. I know we got it on four times, twice. And, uh... We're going going because i'm in such great shape when we go back up to the hotel room after this i'm going to get it on with you at least six times one more time then go to sleep and that's exactly what i'm having because i'm an incredible stud not bad anyway <clears throat> anyway <laughs> so i guys stared at them thank good lord them chest you know I mean, i might have to go back and i might have to unbreak up with her i mean i know she was crazy and she did a lot of horrible stuff but them things Anyway, (laughs) back to the story, so I look at that bastard and I give him the look like I'm going to take your butthole and I'm going to snatch it from the butthole through your nose, back out your nostril, tie it in a knot and then pimp slap you, that's right, and he caught me staring at him and he got uncomfortable and he looked down. That's right, that's right. He never looked at the breast again. I could tell that his head wanted to look at the breast, but I was staring at the bastard the whole time. I bet people probably stole some of my winnings because i was so busy staring at that bastard saying you, you you, think about looking at my woman's delicious brown chest yummies these things right here though could look at these things good lord i mean i'm mad at him for staring at these things but i don't even blame him i mean good i mean i'm the one that has permission to squeeze on these things and i see him all the time in fact i saw him an hour and a half ago in the shower but good god uh, i mean that's wrong stop looking you bastard I remember one time I was walking with her and I told her she had these shorts that I loved on her delicious buttocks and she put them, and they weren't inappropriate. They were were appropriate shorts, but they looked inappropriate on her. Oh my goodness, good Lord. Anyway, so we're walking down and she's got a t-shirt on this time. Didn't matter because them things were huge. God, them things look good And then, and then she, her delicious buttocks In these shorts And then it was just And I saw these guys Across the street Looking at her And staring at her Buttocks and boobs And I looked at those bastards And they looked at me And I looked at them And I started to move Towards them And they started to go Oh shit And then she grabbed my arm She goes, what are you doing? I'm going, I don't like them dudes Across the street Looking at you She goes, what difference Does it make? I'm yours, okay? Let's, come on, stop being silly And then she gave me a kiss And I squeezed her butt While we kissed And I looked at them like ha <laughs> ha yeah losers when i go home i won't get to do this but there won't be any clothes on the next time and you two losers are gonna be sitting on the wall looking at stuff you can't have suckers deal with it okay i say well that's not what happened i just said what the fuck you looking at and then they said uh-huh, and then they jumped off the wall i tried to, i tried to clean it up but that's what happened shut up but that was young me older me current me when i'm dating some delicious sister and her delicious chest yummies and back yummies back lower below the waist jiggle yummies in the lower down there in the buttocks area and the under the shoulder blades but above the belly button front yummies and dudes look at them (laughs) not only am i not jealous i look at the guy and the guy looks at me like oh shit like and and i look at him like "Ah, exactly I'm not jealous at all. You ain't doing nothing but looking. I don't care if you look from across the way, you ain't gonna do nothing. And I'm gonna do everything, sucker. Ha <laughs> am I jealous? Are you crazy? I'm gonna take her after this, after we go and do this whole thing. I'm gonna take her back to my hotel room and get it on with her six times. <laughs> shut up don't judge me (laughs) because i'm a stud not believe that good but so what i do what i can (laughs) that's right (laughs) but i never was with someone i was never with a uh, with a lady in a relationship Uh, back to the grass is always greener type thing, and actually looked at another woman and went, I want that woman right there. I got to have her. I know I have a woman who gets it on with me all the time, and she's beautiful and yummy and all that kind of stuff, but that woman's not this woman. It's a different woman. I have to get to her. No. Never been a grass is a greener type of guy. I love my lawns. If it's my lawn, I'm a mow my lawn and fertilize my lawn. And I'm going to do all kinds of good stuff with my lawn. I don't even notice your lawn. Don't care about your lawn. I don't care what you do to your lawn because that's your lawn. You only got eyes for my lawn, my friends. So what would I say to you, you bastards is grass is always green on the other side of the fence. Yes, it looks greener. But once you sit on that fence and swing your legs over and slide down and stick your foot in the grass, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you most of the time what's going to happen is, as I've already stated, you're going to land one foot in some dog buttocks droppings and the other foot will probably land in more dog buttocks droppings and someone's going to shoot out you and try to put some butt. Shot in your buttocks and in fact the fact that there's dog buttocks droppings mean there's a dog there and that dog's gonna come out and bite you on the ass right after you get shot in the ass with the buckshot so damn it be happy with the lawn you got. You dig? Segment over. You know what I noticed as an adult there's really nothing as an adult that we can just, how can I I'll put it to you this way? When you look at kids, I was walking around and I saw some kids in the store and I was driving down the street. I saw these kids just having a great time. They were r- running across the street and they turned that into a game and they, and they were high-fiving and he-hugging. These are like little kids and hugging. And the simple fact that their parent let their hand go 17 feet away from the curb and let them run across the street themselves, even though, obviously, after it was was clear they were going to be safe, they enjoyed just the fact that they got to run a part of the way across the street themselves. They had joy in that. They were proud of that. They were bouncing up and down and holding their parents' hand. And all they did was run a couple of... 15 16 feet to the street corner from inside. that's all they did and they found pure joy in that i saw a little girl we were walking in the store and the dad was was walking with the girl and she wanted to ride in the cart and he was walking and he just picked her up and put her in the cart and just the simple fact that she went from walking to riding in the shopping cart he was happy as a lark right he had a little list there and You know, she didn't know what she was doing, but he would point to something and she'd scrape the pencil across the word. And obviously the word was whatever that he had decided to make a purchase. She was checking off the shopping list. And I've done that with my niece before when I was going shopping. I had my niece and I went shopping. Or my little cousin, I went shopping, and they were a little kid because I was watching them for whatever reason. Then I let them scrape the name off the the, the, the uh, word of the of the product off the name of the product off the list, and they thought it was a great thing in the world. Sometimes they weren't even old enough to really read yet, but I pointed to it and they scraped, Hee-hee-hee! and they were involved in the process. Pure joy, and all they were doing was taking a pencil and rubbing it across the word they couldn't even really read yet. Pure joy. I remember one of my one of my nephew was a my One of my other nephews was a little baby. He was over at the house. My sister dropped him off. She was going shopping. She said, "Yeah, he's going to be annoying in the store. Could he stay?" I said, "Yeah, sure." And I, I built a fort on my couch with some pillows and I went to the other side of the room and I threw pillows across at him and knocked his fort down. And he was, he was like, you know, he was, we are doing a game where he, I was play, pretending to be a monster and I was you can't get me, Uncle And And I'd throw the pillows over at him and he'd grab it and catch and throw it back and we'd throw it back and forth. And eventually I'd knock his fort down and I'd grab him and spin him around, throw him in the air, tickle him and spin him around. Pure joy. Now, granted, I was having a great time, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, will she hurry up and get the hell back so I can get out of here? (laughs) Even though I was having this wonderful moment with one of my younger relatives who I love and who loved me, I was still thinking, will she hurry the hell up? What is she doing? Taking the inventory of the store? Does she move into the store? Is she coming back? Am I going to find a letter in the mail saying, ha, 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 sucker, he's yours now? What the hell's going on? But he was pure. He was feeling pure joy. And I was in the back of my mind, even in this moment, I was an adult going, oh, good Lord, come on. Because kids can feel that pure joy. Don't you wish you could feel that as an adult? We don't have anything like that. We don't have anything as an adult where we could just sit back and just have pure joy in something. We just can't do it. A lot of people will say, well, what about sex? Sex is the best thing in the world regarding how it makes you feel physically it's great it's great to be with your person get that and put this in there and she take grab that and squeeze that and kiss on that and slick that and touch that squeeze that and push this up and that and jump on top of that and bounce on that and twist that and this that lick that and put touch twist that and put food on that and slurp food off of that and put the thing and put that put that up in there and grab this and sweep and that's awesome but the act itself every single time you do it any single time you do it could either could lead to you getting a disease could lead to you getting someone pregnant could lead to you getting uh someone becoming more attached to you than you want them to be there's always ramifications for everything that a person who's an adult does that you want to have joy with every joyous thing has something attached to it that could come up and mess the damn joy up every single thing some people would say, well, wait a minute. What about you? You like sports, man. Sports is fun, right? You like sports. You love sports. You love your home football team. You watch the football game. You're having a great time. You're hanging out with your friends. You're high-fiving. Everything's great. Oh, you're having the pizza, the beer. You're having a great time. It's the greatest. The friends are over in the party. You're high-fiving. And it's the greatest and greatest. And oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fumble? Oh. Inside their own 30. Oh. ha. They were supposed to be kneeling on the ball, and it hit his knee, and it rolled out. and The other team got it, and they're up by two. It was joyous a minute ago. This game was going to put us in the playoffs. It was such a tight race. If they if they, if they lose this game, and they got to win their last two games, and get some help from teams that suck that probably won't be able to help them by winning their games, and that. A couple of seconds ago, we were all high-fiving and having a great time. It was a tight game, but we were in the lead the whole time. But you know, it was close. And now and the guy was kneeling on the ball. We actually took the real, the regular quarterback out and put this fourth string guy in it just to do it because we wanted to make sure the quarterback didn't get hurt we should have could have left him in for two more plays but we let it now this guy who hasn't touched the football since college and he's been a backup quarterback for six years now and he's finally in the game and he wants to be in there for this moment the coach did something nice for him and put him in let him have the moment of being on the field of the game that clinched the playoffs and now he dropped the ball and fumbled it and the other team has it and it's on a 27 yard line and and that's 1 second on the clock and now they're lining up for a field goal this is this is this is not fun now cuz this guy the field goal kicker hasn't missed a kick in a year and a half and spotted kicked up Get all this money for these pizzas and these nachos and shit. I already knew I'm going to be in the bathroom for three hours tomorrow. I planned on it wouldn't bother me as much because I'd be sitting on the toilet reading the newspaper about how we were in the playoffs and how you know, it was great and you know, the whole city would have been happy because it's the first time we've been in the playoffs in a while and decided to put the fourth string quarterback in to give him a moment instead of just letting the regular i mean he could have put the 4 string quarterback in the next game when this the playoff spot was locked up you know it was a nice gesture but uh now they're probably not going to make it to the playoffs we were so happy a little while ago we were feeling pure joy a while ago and now uh, i'm not even going to want to read the newspaper on the on the toilet tomorrow because when I read in the newspaper, is going to be painful and, and what's happening in my damn stomach. Damn it. I was feeling pure joy for a moment and it got ruined. <laughs> That's what happens to us as adults you know you don't really ever get that thing that's pure joy you just don't get it you go on vacation it was the greatest vacation you go out there you with your spouse you're having a great time you're in Hawaii you're dancing you're grooving, You are and to go to the luau you got the kalua and you're dancing and all that kind of stuff you meet some wonderful people you run into some friends hey what are you doing here what are you doing here Oh, I haven't seen you in years aha. and all of a sudden it's two great couples who actually love each other they haven't seen each other in a while yes you talked on Google Plus or Skype or whatever but you haven't physically seen each other and neither one of you have talked in a couple of weeks so you didn't even really know you realized that you were going on vacation but not only are you on vacation right now you're on vacation with a couple that you love they're your best friends you have a great time and because they're your best friends and you're having a great time you go out to eat twice as much as you would have you spend twice as much money as you would have you buy new clothes you're going to new clubs you exchange gifts and everything's great you had a great time pure joy or was it because eventually you go home and you're looking at those pictures. Oh, this is great. Me met. The, the, it was great. And this is you look so good, honey, that time And And look at you still got it after all these years, girl. Glad you're looking all yummy and everything. And you're great. Look, at, look at Bill and Sue. Oh, they're the greatest, huh? They're looking over there. Now they still, they, they, you know what? They, they're like us. We, they still look good after all these years. Isn't that great? And it's great that we reconnected with them and we're going to get together with them now that we know whether, but, you know, we're going to do all this kind of stuff. And boom, boom. Oh, the mailman's here. Hey, how you doing, buddy, hey, Mr. Johnson? Hey, all right, thanks. Hey, hey, don't. B- hey, 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 hey. Hope you didn't bring me any bills. <laughs> that was funny. Every time you said it, you jackass. <laughs> Fantastic. And you walk in the house. You sit at the table. You do all your bills. Not a big deal. You sit. You sit at the table every month, and you do your bills anyway. It's your bills. You're making a decent living. You're paying your bills. Not a big deal. You gotta do. What is this? Oh shit! It's the credit card bill from the Hawaii trip. Remember how much you planned on spending? Mm-hmm. Remember? Remember how much fun it was to go out twice as much as you were normally going to go out because you saw your buddies? Mm-hmm. Remember those gifts you bought for each other? Mm-hmm. Remember how much fun it was? Mm-hmm. Remember all those toasts and how you all got blasted at the bar? Mm-hmm. And you realize the bill is twice as much as you thought. You normally take good care of the money, but you got so caught up in the partying and, and hanging out with your friends and spending crap and doing this and going sightseeing when you, and on in, in, in some place where you normally wouldn't go sightseeing and you rented this and you got in the boat and you took the helicopter ride and you did the sun, the, the, the water skiing with the boat and you had to rent the boat and then you said, hey, why are we in different hotels? Why don't we just, yeah, okay, let's get a, let's, let's me, leave this hotel and get a suite where we can all be in the same place. Yeah, I had all of that crap and you forgot. You were so caught up in it. You were feeling pure joy on that vacation. Pure joy. Yay. Or was it pure? <laughs> was it pure joy, my friends? Because you got the bill now. Adult time. Adults, we don't get pure joy like that. We just don't get pure joy like that. You don't. Little kids they eat all they want and what happens your teenager eats all he wants your 20 somethings eat all they want. They run around and they eat the pizza, the sick, this, that they eat the cakes, this, that, this, that. They can eat all they want they can go out and drink all they want. And nothing happens to them. Why? Because they're teens and 20 year olds and their bodies can handle it. You, you're in your 30s, 40s 50s and 60s. And you decide, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna have that cake, I'm gonna have that pie. You know what, I, this is, I'm gonna have that sausage with the, put the put double peppers on top of the peppers and triple onions on that, put the hot sauce on it, the capsa double capsa juice and throw some sauerkraut on there and the mustard, the spicy mustard and the spicy ketchup and double spicy mayonnaise and put the double and put the fried cheese on, and the, on it and roll it in lard and fry it and then put it in top of some more lard and then put it inside of a cupcake and fry it again and then give it to me and I want four of them and you eat it your son ate it too and so did your, so did your your nephew and so did those teenagers and you wanted to try it too and they were having a great time they didn't even really like the taste of it but the simple fact that a food product that was that stupid ridiculous and over the top existed they're taking selfies with it they're taking vines of them eating it and they're doing all sorts of stuff and you join in on it cuz they're feeling pure joy and you as a human being as an adult you see the pure joy that they're feeling and you want to feel that pure joy too you old can't handle it in your gastrointestinal tract bastard and the next day they're hey hey uncle, wasn't that great and they go about their day nothing happens to them maybe they'll go and burp up that that's what happens to them because they're young and they can enjoy joyous things and what happens to your dumb ass the emergency room you thought you had a heart attack Oh, that, sir. We, we did some tests. We checked you for enzymes, and the you know the tests we do, to check for the enzymes that are released when a person has a heart attack. You don't have any of those those uh those uh those those the, none of those was released. You didn't actually have a heart attack. We did the scan of your heart. It's a normal size. In fact, you you know it's not bad. You know, I would say I would say you might want to have a little more salads and all of that. But for the most part, you're in pretty good shape. I don't understand why you were in here with the chest pains like that. What did you eat? Well, I had well. I went to the football game with my nephews and my son and I had a double kielbasa with the double the peppers on top of peppers and put the double, double, double triple sausages on top of that and some more sausage juice on top of that and some triple onions on top of that with the spicy mustard and the spicy ketchup with the spicy mayonnaise and we put it inside of a cupcake and fried it and put it inside of a Krispy Kreme donut and fried that rolled it around with some lard and fried that dipped it inside of that and fried it and then we put it inside a fryer and fried that and I had four of them uh sir um why don't you just shoot yourself because eating that is going to kill you what you had was a gas bubble that if we were to actually stick something inside of you and slurp that gas out could actually power the state of california from november to next august don't eat that crap you're old have a salad you bastard but i wanted to feel the pure joy of eating that you're an adult You don't get to feel pure joy anymore. Your pure joy days are over, sir. I'm your doctor. I'm trying to save your life. I'm trying to help you. You know what you need to do? You need to start listening to the Yes Anthony Says podcast because he talks to people like you and makes you smile and stop doing dumb crap like that. Okay, the doctor would not say that. i just like to give myself a compliment in the middle of this rant. Shut up. It's my show. Yeah, that's right. But a lot of times, you just don't have pure joy. The only thing I could see that comes close to giving pure, to pure, pure joy as an adult, I guess, is like holding a baby. You know, I have never been a dad, and one day maybe I will. But I know that whenever I would hold the babe, a baby that's in my family, no matter which one, and that, you know, even the ones that are adults now and teenagers now, when they were little babies, it was how much fun it was. You look at a little person that kind of looks kind of kind of looks like you because they're related to you there's something there's some kind of similarity there or even if there isn't you know they're related to you you know and you're holding the baby and then you put your finger up and the baby little hand grabs your finger you know and maybe you make a face and the baby laughs you know you, you tap the you do a little playfully poke the baby in the stomach and it starts the baby starts laughing You pick the baby up, you hold the baby in front of your face, and he or she puts her hands on both sides of your face and leans in and and suckles your nose, because anything that comes close to their face, they're going to slurp on it like it's a nipple or a bottle. You know, you put the baby on your shoulders, and they wrap their arms around your neck, and they go to sleep. That's the closest you kind of come to that, I guess. Especially if you get to take the baby and hand them or her to somebody else when they start to stink. And in the person's face when they go, oh, God, oh, she stinks. And you look at them like, ah, and that's now your problem. (laughs) I got to play with them while they were cute and smelled good. And the second they started stinking, I handed them right back to your punk ass. (laughs) You know what? I was wrong. I now remember there is pure joy, and what is it? That moment, the moment when the kid starts to stink and stops being cute, and you hand them back to their punk ass parents, and they gotta wipe that ass, and you get to walk out the house and live your life without some kid stinking butt on your chest. <laughs> I take it all back. That's pure joy. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the Yes Anthony Says podcast starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. I want to say more than anything else. Like I said in the beginning, thank you very, very much. All kidding aside, I really do consider it an honor to have you guys come and listen to me every week um, and bring people with you. So do me a favor. Uh, Tell your friends if you think your friends will like this kind of weird crap. Let them know about it. Send them my way. I'll take it from there. Uh, if you're listening on any kind of podcatcher, you know what? Give me a five-star review, okay? You know you love the show. Give me a five-star review and tell everybody how much you love this crap because I love hearing that kind of stuff. Follow me on Twitter at, at S. Anthony Thomas or follow me on Twitter, which would actually be the show's specific Twitter, at S. Anthony Says. Uh, you can hear this show on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Pocket Casts, Or you can just Google S. Anthony Says and you can't miss me. I want to thank you very, very much for giving me your time. Much love to you. And I will see you next week, my friends. S. Anthony out.